Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Corey McCain on the line, and he's CEO over at We Strive. Corey, welcome to the show. Pleasure to, pleasure to be here. Thanks for the invite. Absolutely. Awesome. I'm excited to get into what you're doing over at uh, We Strive. And also, I know you have a podcast. Definitely want to help you promote that. Always love to recommend great podcasters. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started uh, in your career as an entrepreneur? Yeah, so, I mean, I think I have a, a pretty typical entrepreneurial thing. I didn't really know what the word entrepreneur was until you know, Shark Tank came out, I guess. Um, I feel like most people didn't know what that was. And I think as soon as Shark Tank came out, everyone was calling themselves an entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I did like the whole candy sales as a kid and all that. I was always trying to, you know, have multiple jobs, make as much money as I could. And then the whole entrepreneurship thing, thing didn't really start until uh, I got my accounting degree in college. And my senior year, I had this idea for this app. And I have a very long story that we definitely couldn't fit into this segment. Definitely couldn't fit into like a two-hour uh, podcast, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a bit long. Long story short, I um just had this idea. I wanted to create a marketplace for fitness plans. I essentially, I looked at two sides of the market. I looked at my friends that were going to the gym and didn't really know what to do, and um, or my friends that were even experienced and were kind of just lost, like they didn't really have a new program to follow. They wanted to mix it up, and then they ended up, you know, going on Google or just asking a buddy. I thought it was kind of ridiculous that that wasn't a more uh, within a more structured environment to find programs. And on the flip side, I saw a lot of personal trainers that had so many fitness programs and uh, these amazing plans that they would create for their clients over the years, and then there was no formal place for them to sell them. So uh, we combined the two and created a marketplace, and we launched it about a year and a half ago. And then we just recently launched the combination of the marketplace with a client management tool for trainers. So um, essentially, the back end is a yeah, client management tool, so we handle billing, all the software that they need, program creation, et cetera, and then we still have the marketplace and the mobile app. Man, that's awesome. I love it. Um, and I think that's a great transition. Let's just jump right into uh, to We Strive. So tell us a little bit more about the app and the business. Yeah, so like I said, I've been working on it for, for quite a long time now. I mean, the first couple of years, um, it, it's been kind of drawn out because I, I didn't have any, uh, I didn't even, you know, know what tech was. I wasn't in, uh, didn't know anything about, you know, coding languages or fundraising or pitch decks or anything like that. So it started off pretty rough. And, well, I didn't know it was pretty rough. I thought I was doing really well. In, in retrospect, it's kind of embarrassing the steps I took. But, um, yeah, started off kind of just doing what I thought was correct and, you know, bringing on friends and family that didn't know what they were doing either. And, you know, I was I launched a website and then I spent tens of thousands of dollars hiring the wrong team and launched a really bad app and so just a whole bunch of that stuff and um, eventually it led to me moving to LA where I had made a lot better connections and like I said we mentioned we launched that first app about a year and a half ago whole lot of trials and uh, all that uh, with that first launch uh, that's a whole other story as well. And then started working on this update. And we finally launched this about a month ago. So 
basically, we're just getting as many personal trainers on board as we can, uh, making sure that we can get exercise on board. So how the mobile app works from an exerciser standpoint. So you can download the mobile app. It's a totally free app. Uh, we do have free options. Like you can use our, our workout journal to track all your workouts. Uh, we have a records tab to track your growth for specific exercises in, in, in a graph. And then we've got a like a social feed so you can connect with other exercisers and kind of follow the same programs. Uh, the next step is we have a full marketplace. So we're actually the biggest marketplace on the planet for fitness plans. So we've got about 250 personal trainers right now selling programs from around the world. And instead of getting like a, you know, like a five-day PDF or like a little quick one-day workout, you purchase actual three to four to sometimes six-month programs. And they're only anywhere from 10 to 40 bucks for the whole thing, and they save forever on your phone. And then on top of that, you can also go to the My Trainer tab, and you can work out with any personal trainer that's um, currently a part of the My Trainer program. So basically, they'll become your private trainer. They'll create custom plans for you, and it's all done through the app. Um, and then to kind of summarize on the flip side, like I mentioned, the personal trainers can run their whole business on the back end. They can sell fitness plans, which is a new revenue stream for them in the mobile app, and then they can also get clients from the social concept as well. Man, that's amazing. So you really solve both sides of the of the problem. So meaning, you know, there's a lot of great trainers out there that it's hard to it's not hard for them to necessarily do their personal fitness brand within their community that they're training because if they're doing good work, then people are attracted to them. But doing that other logistical part of it that, that may not be in their wheelhouse, um, you went through a lot of trial and error, you know, some things worked well, some didn't, and, you know, you had different iterations. But can you imagine for the trainer that wants to go out there and try to launch their own app, like the amount of money and cost and, like, just the scalability where now they don't have to do that. They can just plug into We Strive. Um, they can, you know, leverage all the hard work that you've done. And now it's also the way I see it is it's kind of like um, – it's kind of like a, a, a mini mall or something like that when you see a McDonald's next to a uh, Burger King next to a and I probably shouldn't use that analogy since considering we're talking uh, considering we're talking about wellness and health maybe I shouldn't use McDonald's as an example but but you put them all together and what happens everybody's sales go up so it seems like the same kind of lift would be possible um, through something like We Strive right. We'll, we'll take the analogy. I, I won't. I won't ever refer to myself as the. I know. Take, take, this, take the but, other. Uh, I just like you group them. You group them no, together. Absolutely. You group no, restaurants totally together. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally understand. And you know, absolutely. And I actually, for like a quick case study of, uh, I, I, there's, there's definitely been, let's call it maybe, twenty, maybe even forty trainers that have made their own apps that have been pretty successful. Some vary, but. Mm -hmm. Out of out of that many, I know there I know of at least you know a couple hundred, if not, there's probably tens of thousands that have tried to make their own app. One of our main competitors actually, their one of their business models is they make a specific app for, um, they, they'll make an app customized quote unquote for the trainer, and it's just a, it's just a stupid idea because then you have to force people to download your app, and then there's no customer service behind it. There's no um, beta testing. There's no customer uh, uh, coding support, anything like that. Um, but anyways, so I've, we have one of our trainers, um, really great guy, but before I met him, he put about $25,000 into making mm. his own app. Oh, um, I knew it. And, oh. Yeah. And so he, and he probably got like maybe, you know, maybe like a hundred downloads. Um, oh, I knew so it. I mean, it's just not worth it. I mean, I, what I always recommend entrepreneurs in general, whether it's fitness or not, is just make a mobile website before you make an app. 
Um, and then secondly, especially in the training world, like find a platform like we strive and, you know, this, I mean, our comp, our mobile competitor are pretty crappy, but I mean, there, there is other options than wasting a lot of money on building your own platform before, especially before you even test your market. Let's talk about it. Um, the app for we, so we've talked about the app from the standpoint of the, uh, of the trainer who it makes like just complete sense for them to, to sign up. Um, let's talk about it, um, from the, uh, from the standpoint of the end user who's actually using it for fitness. Um, so tell us a little bit more about kind of the feedback you've received there. Yeah, so like I mentioned, I mean, it's, you, you have a lot of different options to work out. You can use the free tools, you can use the marketplace, or you can find your own private trainer. Uh, when we first launched, we had a ton of very annoying bugs. Um, and so we just fixed those this past week, actually. So we're doing a big um, update release uh, either tomorrow or Wednesday to get all those fixed. But it was kind of like it was resetting your program. It was shutting mm. off your volume on your your uh, your your uh, headphones. So super irritating stuff. And unfortunately, we did a big push launch uh, right on New Year's Day. And my my whole dev team's over in Ukraine. My design team, everything is over there. And they have like a an eight day Christmas that starts on New Year's Day. <laughs> so, so you had this, you had the you had the compile happy new year <laughs> yeah so i yes yeah, so we had this big push and everyone's like excited to use the app and we have trainers that are going to sell on it and then i found all these bugs but i i didn't notice because unfortunately you know you can do all the beta testing you want but it's it's completely different until you're actually using the 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 app for an applicable situation so like what was happening was for example like and this is a this is to describe how annoying coding is. Um, the app worked just fine, except for if you were following a program, everything would work fine. But if you use the timer at any point, like if you turn the timer on, if you have a little timer at the bottom that can record your rest times and all that stuff. If you turned it on and turned it off or just touched it at any point, if that happened, then if you left the app for more than a minute, if you left it under a minute, it didn't matter. But if you turn the timer on, left the app for more than a minute and came back, it would reset your workout. Very specific scenario. Makes no sense how that would be the scenario, but that's what it was. Um, so, unfortunately, like, that's just an example of, like, something that, you know, when I was beta testing it, I didn't think to turn the timer on and then leave the app for a minute and a half and see if it would reset. Um, mm. So, you know, just stuff like that that you're not able to test. And so by the time... I started working out again after Christmas was over. My development team was already on, you know, a week and a half break, and I was kind of just, you know, stuck with my hands in my pockets, couldn't really do anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, but besides that, it's been really cool though. We've got some really good feedback. Uh, the trainers, the trainers are really loving it. They've been able to actually get some new clients, which is pretty crazy this early. And then on top of that, we had a couple people email us. Well, to be frank, saying like it's one of the worst uh, user experiences they've ever had because of the bugs, but. They were like, we're emailing you because we love the app. We want to see it do well. And I'm still using it every day because I love the concept. But, like, the bugs are killing me. And I was like, I know, I know, I know. It's killing me, too. And so now That's we have exciting, to be really happy about it. So, yeah. That's amazing. And I love and I love doing that because I love when I hear that because getting feedback from it knows you're right on the right track. Like, the, the worst thing is is it doesn't work and it's silent. That means nobody cares. At least here exactly, people care. Exactly. That's awesome. So, Corey, let's, um, with the couple minutes we have left, um, tell us a little bit more about the podcast. Yeah, so basically I love talking to people, love hearing people's stories, as I'm sure as uh, you do as well. And uh, last year 
I mean, I had always kind of thought about doing a podcast, and then I listened to my this guy I met podcast, and I kind of just had like a oh I can totally do that kind of a thing, um, and I yeah started interviewing one person after another. My first interview was with a, a Shark Tank guy that got a deal, um, and then it kind of just fell from there. I ended up interviewing the VP of the NFL. I've interviewed the guy that ran SEO Airbnb. I've interviewed Kanye CTO. I mean, so I've gotten like some pretty cool interviews throughout. I've done about 55 so far and I have like five more lined up this week. And I don't know, it's been a really cool experience. So I mean, I'm sure you're kind of on the same boat where it's really cool to, whether it's 20 minutes or an hour to just kind of sit down and, um, you know, hear someone's story and be able to kind of ask some questions about it and everything. And what's the name of the podcast so people can find it? Uh, it's also called We Strive. Yeah, so everything is We Strive. Perfect. Um, well, hey, Corey, really appreciate you uh, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background as an entrepreneur and all the great work you're doing over at We Strive, the app, and also the podcast. So everybody listening, go check out that app, and of course, go check out the podcast. Um, and Corey, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Uh, without you, there would be no show. So thank you. Keep tuning in. And don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already. Um means a lot to me and my team. And uh, Corey, thanks again for coming. Absolutely. You have an awesome day and best of luck with the rest of your interviews.